This might be the most challenging jingle. I don't know. Just have fun. Zach, have fun. No matter what, it's going to be good. The I'm Caroline Kowalczyk, life coach and your host of the Unpurposeful podcast. Today, I have an incredible human on the show who speaks 10 languages. You heard that right, 10 languages. Her name is Grace Ruiz. She's from Thailand, and she's a language learner, teacher, and polyglot. Her goal is to help people learn languages efficiently and feel like it's easy to learn. Grace, thank you so much for being here today. Welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. I'm Grace, and my name is Ruiz because I'm married to a Colombian guy, Colombian American. Although <laughs> 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 it doesn't sound Thai at all. And for a little background information for everyone, I know Grace because her husband, Edgar Ruiz, is actually the person who built my website, and he's also amazing. And yeah, he married an incredible person, and I'm so excited to connect with you and just learn more about your journey and really your story, because I think that when people hear 10 languages, it's almost unfathomable. <laughs> so Grace, can you tell us first, which 10 languages do you speak? After 10, of course, is my native tongue, which is Thai, which I learned from my parents. And then after that is English and then Korean. So I think this three is my strongest because I started earlier and then the rest seven languages that I learn are Japanese, Chinese, Indonesian, Portuguese, Spanish, French, and Port- and Turkish, actually. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are there any more? Because the way you're thinking right now, I see you and I'm like, I feel like there's more. Are you hiding a secret from actually, us? Actually, <laughs> like two years ago, I was trying to learn Swahili, uh-huh. but it didn't work out because there's so so little materials on the market or like mm-hmm. on online so I couldn't really like get a hold of the important things to like that you ha- need to have in certain languages like audios and good books and interesting things so I didn't continue so yeah and I forgot it already <laughs> <laughs> well who knows maybe there will uh-huh. be another opportunity in the future with you know, Mm. the way things are shifting in the digital age. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is incredible. I'm really curious, what made you want to learn those languages specifically? I started learning because I first had an opportunity to learn. My parents sent me to school where they speak English in Bangkok, in Thailand. So I get a chance to learn it. And also like a lot of people in my school, uh, we're Korean, and I get to study with one of my friend's mother. So that is also an opportunity. So I guess I'm just um, a person that whatever comes into my hand, an opportunity. If it was, if my friend was from a Swahili speaking <laughs> country, and I get to know, I would have been become fluent in Swahili. I'm serious. <laughs> But it happens to be Korean, happens to be English. That's why I just 
uh, started learning these two languages first. But um, the call is just like doing your best in whatever you can at the moment is what got me started. Yeah. Nice. And then what brought you to the other languages? Um, I never imagined myself becoming a polyglot. I thought I would become like an athlete because I always like win in like the sport competition. And then when I start like growing up and I get hurt so often, I think because my body is weak. <laughs> Just like my wrist get hurt like, so often. And I realize, no, 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 I cannot become the best like athlete. So I have to do something else that is cheap and almost free, which is turn out to be language because like the like digital age started to like come and like I can get the hold of PDF for free and an audio for free and everything could, can be free, YouTube and everything. So I decided to learn languages because of this reason. Yeah, availability and freeness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, accessibility, absolutely. I think it's really interesting to talk to someone that has so much drive and like sees the accessibility opportunity and really takes a hold of it. And it sounds like you really, you really squeezed the juice out of the lemon because it, or the orange, whatever fruit it is, because mm. I feel like there's just so much out there online and it's so easy to get overwhelmed with resources and materials and like what to focus on learning so I'm curious, like, how did you stay focused on mm. wanting it to be languages? How did I stay focused on languages until I got to 10 languages, you meant? Yeah. The first thing I think what really drives me, there's a lot of motivations that I, I draw from the air, actually, because I don't have, most of the languages, I don't have anybody, like, I don't have a, a, my boyfriend living in that you know, that region, like I don't know anybody from Turkey. I don't know anybody from Indonesia. I know one person from uh, from Japan and stuff like that, but that cannot drive me right. like, to learn languages. One of the, the motivation is the realization that most people, after they graduate, they end up in an office and doing what they're told to do, which is fine. If you like it, it's totally fine. But I, I don't like to do that. I don't want to do that. So I feel like I have to be different. I have to do more. <laughs> if other people, most people, if some people can speak three languages, I have to speak six languages, something like that. Mm. I think this is also important, you know, push for me to learn languages. So to Because I know what I don't want to do, that is to work in an office. Like a lot of people ask, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? I mean, it's actually hard to, to know what you want to do, you know? But to know what you don't want to do is easier. So I think the question should be changed to like, what do you want to do in the future? Like, hey, what do you don't want to do in the future? I think it's more beneficial. And I think this is exactly what I don't want to do. And I know it. So I had to choose something and it turned out to be languages. Could have been like programming, could have been like other stuff, but just happens to be language at the moment because I had an opportunity. I love that. It's so fitting for the podcast for Unpurposeful because I think, mm -hmm. you know, as a life coach, I see this a lot in clients, right? And I was one of those people too. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I just knew exactly what you said. 
what I didn't want to do, which was be in an office, <laughs> right? Like I, I wanted to, I wanted to um, have control over my own time. I wanted to have control over my own schedule and to have more options than just be in an office, right? So that's really interesting. What do you think is the most useful or helpful tip that you can give to people who are looking to master a new language, but really just like have no idea where to start? Or maybe they do, but they're struggling with mastering it. Because I think that so often it's easy to like lose that motivation, right? So I'm curious, what would you say to someone that is in that process? I think a lot of people who do not get to the point where they are like satisfied with the language. I mean, depending like also like on where they think it's, it's good enough for them. Maybe I have a student who is already good, but feel like he's not good, you know. But also like depending, like it's pretty relative. But I think a lot of things that, I mean, one thing that really troubled people and it became like a barrier is laziness. I think they're like lazy to study and like they don't have enough discipline. And I'll be like, oh, like I don't have any motivation, but I think it's they're lazy. They mm. don't have enough discipline. It's like an excuse. I don't have motivation. Mm. <laughs> Could be right. Yeah. Um, so I think in this case, you can pay somebody to help you really pay somebody. Or if you don't have the money, which is also like big excuse that a lot of people have. If you don't have the money, then do an exchange with someone. There are always people like available online to do an exchange with you. Many sites that you can find online. You can Google it, you know, like language exchange partner or something. Somebody in your town that speaks language and exchange something else. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I have a, a teacher from Australia who's teaching me to play ukulele. Mm-hmm. And I exchange my, my Thai language skill with him. So I teach him Thai and he teaches me ukulele. And we've been doing this for already three years. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. yeah. So what, what happened was he took one class with me. So because I have like a course available online. So he came to me. And after that, like after the first class, we talked about how he teaches my music. After the class, I wrote to him, can you please teach me music? And in exchange, I'm going to teach you Thai. And he said, yes. So I was surprised that he said yes. But I mean, I initiated Right. right. It's not the first time. It's not the first time that I did this and it worked out. Yeah. So I think um, that is also a very good thing. Initiate, you know, initiation, go out first. It's hard to be lucky enough to find someone who like wants to, to teach you what you want to learn right at the moment, but you have to go out. Yes. And do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and if you don't have the money and someone to exchange with then work and get the money and pay somebody <laughs> you know so, so I think paying for something or even better working for something yeah makes it more valuable yeah and then you will learn better you will learn mm. faster is more attention you know like damn I already like paid so much or I already like um tried so hard to get this money to something so that yeah. is important I think. yeah I'm curious to also like go back more to your background because I think that part of the reason why 
I think this discussion is so interesting is because of like the drive and curiosity that you followed to continue learning the, the languages, right? It's like you didn't stop at three, six, eight, right? You just kept going. And it was interesting because when you said like laziness, right? Motivation isn't enough, right? You have to have the habit to be able to build up the skills, right? There's like no mystery. You have to work for it. And I think that that's a really important part to mention. But then on the other hand, there must be this like really strong desire. So I'm curious if you could give us a little bit more about, you know, your background and what do you think like really ignited that flame for you? I've always wanted to travel the world. Since I was, I don't know when, maybe 0.1 years old. <laughs> or you like, I want to discover Egypt or whatever. I don't know. But since like forever, I've always wanted to travel. But I know that I don't have enough money. I know that I cannot like go right away. I know that my parents cannot help me. So the first thing that I can do is learn the language. Mm. <laughs> yes. And like do my best. And also actually learning language itself that later I realized is already a discovery because not only like places is country, like right. we, we, of like discovering this country and this country, actually like the, the line of like cutting out the countries, this country is Angola, this country is Colombia, this country is, it's been cut out not that long ago, actually like 100, 200 years ago before it was like just land, you know? Right, right. So actually, Boundaries are new. Countries, yeah. We think of places as like separated, but actually, if we think more, actually, one person themselves is their own world. I mean, like you are very different from your sister and you're different from other people. You yourself, uh, your own world and learning a language and be able to talk to that person and like to discover is discovering one world already, you know. So I, I changed my target kind of to like discovering places which I still want to do, which is what I want to do. But to also like discovering people, getting to know that person and like talk deeply. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. really interested in talk, deep conversation with people. I think this is became the, my strong drive to, to learn languages because I want to know new people. I want to be able to have deep conversation to talk about what they think, their culture, their traditions, what they grew up to be, and then have fun with the language with them. Yes. Oh, I love that. You brought the adventure to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also really like the trust. And I know like before jumping on this call, we had talked about trust, which I think is just going to tie into this perfectly. But it's like you were like, okay, this is out of my control. What's in my control? What's in my control is that I can start learning and start preparing myself for those trips. If you didn't trust that one day you would travel the world, then maybe a part of you would just say, what's the point, right? But you were so determined that you were like, okay, Mm -hmm. right now I can do this. Later, I will have these skills and I will travel then incredible incredible I feel like that's actually what manifestation is right it's like people have this idea that manifestation is just like saying affirmations and stuff no it's work you did the work you were like I'm going to learn this and then I'll go 
and because it will bring me closer to my goal, which I trust that is going to happen one day. Yes. And every day, now this is all making sense too, because every day that you study and that you continue to practice, it just brings you closer to that deep, innate desire that you have of being able to travel and experience a deep conversation and really, truly understand another culture, right? Wow. That is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Another important thing about, let's say a tip that I want to talk about is to not be afraid to learn languages when you are an adult. Oh, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Let us talk about this because I'm on this journey now. So bring, <laughs> bring it here. <laughs> the last seven languages that I mentioned. Yeah. Uh, so languages aside from Thai, which is my native tongue, uh, Korean, Korean and English, like all of the rest, I learned. It's I spent 13 years to learn them. So I started, now I'm 30. So from 17 I started learning Chinese and then in every two years or one year, I started, or three, three years, I started learning another one, you know, depending on the, the difficulty of the, of the language. But I mean, I started doing 17, sorry, adult, no? Mm-hmm. Considered adult. 18, 18 technically, but okay. That's it. I think it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's, you're yeah. close enough. You're basically an adult. Uh-huh. But um, I think, it, see, like, I didn't get to like, grow up in a trilingual family like where my dad speaks this language with me my mom speaks this language and born in another country where I get to go to that school where they speak another language you know but I mean it's okay you know yeah I mean, you don't have to be that lucky <laughs> right I and mean, you can build your own way to uh, to what yeah. you want yes and most importantly people don't really care about your language skill I mean seriously People care about your social skill, as in if you're smiling when you're talking, if you're like, nice, if you present yourself as being a, a warm, like kind, welcoming person. I mean, even if you speak language like maximum of the native level, but you're not nice. <laughs> right. And you don't care to listen to the person that's talking. I mean, no one wants to talk to you. So, so I perceive like, Languages, one skill, one important skill, very important, but other skills have to come with it in order to create a good relationship. Yes. You cannot just focus on your language skill and care too much about your language skill that you forget other things. I think this is the, the tip that is important, like realization. Yeah? If- Definitely. Yeah. It's almost like it's, it's less important to perfect the language just to say that you can speak it perfectly if you don't actually have the communication skills to connect deeper with others, because that's essentially what the language is for. Right. And I think that the drive that you were talking about that you have is for connection, right? It's being able to go on a new adventure and connect in a completely different way, but experience that is like a superpower. And I I really want to like go deeper on this because I told you, you know, I've been in Argentina for a few years and I am always on a journey of learning. I am on the journey of, of continuing to 
deepen my Spanish skills. And I noticed that when I first moved here, I was so blocked by what people thought of me, how like that I looked stupid, like whatever it was, right? I had all of these beliefs about how other people perceived me. And my biggest fear was like not looking dumb. That that has been a hundred percent like the biggest thing blocking me from learning. And then I would say like last year, I kind of just like took that pressure off and noticed that I've learned so much, even though I'm not actively always practicing it because I work a lot in English. My partner speaks like perfect English almost, but still like the second I took that pressure off, I noticed this big thing and Prior to this call, you asked me that question. It was so good. You were like, what is the biggest thing that's blocking you from really learning it? And I was like, it's not actually learning it. It's just like my belief of looking dumb. And I'd love for you to talk about that because I think that that's where adults really struggle. And we have all of these ideas like we hear like, oh, you stop learning a language by like, I don't know, seven, eight after that, it's impossible, right? There's like all this stuff out there. So tell us, what do you think? (laughs) I feel like once you notice that you're shy or embarrassed because you look... You think you look dumb. You think you look dumb or you're afraid of being perceived of looking dumb is that you passed it one. Because a lot of people, they think, oh, I don't speak because I'm shy. But actually they didn't, they don't, might not know yet why they're shy. Maybe they think it's their character, mm-hmm. which could be. But I think in many cases, it's because they're shy of being perceived as, as um, like being ignorant. Yes. Being young, being like childish, you know? <laughs> because like, Or incompetent. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, not cool. Right. Like, not can, cool. <laughs> There's so many, right? There's just like, just not shining, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> like I think yeah. this is what holding um most adults back. I feel like yeah. this applies to older people. Um, I think this is the reason that people say, "Oh, children learn language faster." I think this is the main reason that create like a distinction between like, children and, and adults. Yeah, but to learn language efficiently, you need to get through this. Like you need to join a community to learn efficiently. If you don't want to learn efficiently, you don't have to do this. <laughs> no, tell us about efficiently. Tell us about efficiently. I'm listening. <laughs> but you know, efficiently, you have yeah. to join a community of yep. language speakers or try to speak with a person even before you're good at the language. So like for sure, you would, like there will be a lot of moments, maybe all of the time, you will not be able to understand all the things. And most importantly, you will not be able to express your opinion in the new language. When you see a person crying and you're like, you want to say something nice, but you don't know how to say something nice, you know? <laughs> um, you don't know how to say deeply, like, the quote that you have in mind. I mean, if when you cannot express yourself as well as, as good as you you would do in your, your own language, I think letting go of that is, is important. And instead, use other skills that you're supposed to be developing at the same time, which is, like I said, the social skill where, where you just go and, and like touch the person at the back or like this I'm here if you need me is a very easy sentence to make <laughs> yeah. you don't have to go really deep and that is actually enough yeah to form a good relationship you don't have to use the words yeah. so use action 
in general. Mm. But yeah, I think um, this is this is important. Even if you can't do any action because people are talking and you're just listening, you like you feel like a third wheel, just listening and people are talking. No one's caring about you, but it's fine if you wanna speak the language and learn efficiently, or even become a polyglot. You have to go through that. Yeah, and I go through that in every language that I that I I learn. Mm-hmm. It's something necessary. Like if you want to do like weightlifting, mm-hmm. you're gonna have like a lot of pain here, but. Are you yeah. willing to go through that pain? You know, right. are you willing to bear that pain? It will happen for sure. Yeah. If you're not willing to like feel the oh my god, saw like every day, yeah. you're not gonna your muscle for sure. You know, right, right. If you don't want to go through this and don't learn languages or don't learn efficiently, you know, <laughs> what else? So like joining a community, what else would you say would be like the next steps? Mm. For those listening that are like, okay, I'm serious. I want to do this. This is super inspiring. How do I just get in it? I'm ready to be uncomfortable because basically that's what it is. It's being able to accept that it's not about you. It's just how it is, right? Like it's just the process. It has nothing to do with actually you at all. That's an incredible idea because as people, we all walk around kind of making it about us and it's a natural thing to do. But in reality, like life is going on, right? Like you're not always going to know everything, do everything. And being an observer, that's what I've learned is that like being an observer as someone, because it's the same thing happened to me. I came here and I was like, I have no idea what these people are saying, especially in Argentina, like the Spanish in Buenos Aires is very, like in every Spanish speaking country, it has its own dialect. It has its own slang. People speak very fast. And I just had to let go, let go of needing to know everything and exactly what you said, just like picking up on cues. And sometimes now I'll say things that completely surprise me. And I know that I said the right thing, but I still am like, wait, this means that, right? And they'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, I got that from just like taking it in and hearing it and watching like the the body action because they speak very Italian Spanish here like they speak with their hands a lot and so Mm. I'll like remember that reaction that physical reaction they have with their body with the word and I'll be like that's it that was that was that the different ways to learn like what you're doing using the movie and stuff Mm -hmm. it's like really good thing you know this is what I do I mean in order to um, improve your language skill community it's yeah important very important because it helped you to get through your fear of being stupid yeah of, yeah <laughs> and uh, all these materials are uh, available on the internet yeah um, all these subtitles all these movies helps a lot I mean when I was learning Korean I had I remember I had a cassette tape I was still using a cassette tape there was nothing much online yet, like like today. That's why it took me pretty long time, like four years, um, to like start talking and to be in a community and like l- learn from it. Because if you know some, then when you get to listen to it, you will learn some from it. But if you know nothing, then you know you don't learn anything. It's like it's like bird singing. You you don't understand anything, right? Um, but for like languages like 
French, Spanish, Indonesian, something like that, that has more stuff mm-hmm. online. I could like learn so much faster, so mm-hmm. much faster um, within, I think French, seriously, within three months, I could already converse with a person online. But although I make a lot of mistakes, I mean, Spanish was even easier than French because since I know French already, yeah, I was kind of surprised. I mean, you know, you cannot really compare me with most people because three months meaning eight hours every day nonstop. That's what <laughs> so you were doing? Like, eight hours I was nonstop? Like, yeah. I kind of think of myself as an athlete. I mean, I use my ethic of yeah. being an, an athlete to uh, apply to, to learning this because I know that a lot of um, athletes practice eight hours per day. So I'm like, no, I'm going to do this eight hours per day, you know? Okay. Uh, yeah. So th- this is, yeah, <laughs> this is what we want to hear, Grace. <laughs> the real, <laughs> the real hours that you're putting in. So you hear that everyone, yeah. eight hours a day for three months. Yeah. I mean, there's up and down. Sometimes I do more, sometimes I do less, you know, depending. Right. But I would say that I put all my time. I wake up, but the first thing I think about is languages. Before I go to sleep, it's languages. I sleep with listening to audios. I wake up listening right away to audios. I was like ad- addiction, you know, like I'm so addicted wow. to learning. Yeah, and my drug. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. I'm like, what else? What do you think are some myths that are related to learning languages? One of them, I think we kind of debunked, which is that it's, mm-hmm. you know, hard for adults to learn. Mm-hmm. What else would you say are some myths? Mm-hmm. That you need a lot of money okay. to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was in university, I had like a, a friend who's richer than me. <laughs> and his, her parents sent her to, to study Spanish in like Spain every, like every term break, you know. And I was like kind of jealous. Oh, my God. You know, I mean, I've always wanted to learn Spanish, but she gets to learn before me. And she gets to go to Spain. And in the class, she was writing a letter back to like a friend that she met her classmate. And I was like, oh my God. And so like, I want to be like that. I want to be able to like do that too. But, but I cannot, you know, I mean, my parents cannot send me there. And I don't have, I don't earn enough in my university to go and study like that, you know? So I didn't go. So I chose to learn on my own. And I succeeded so I think I want to debunk this you need to have a lot of money to learn yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't need a lot of money to learn uh-huh because there, there are always free stuff or almost free stuff or like more affordable way to learn cheaper teacher online online teachers are always you know cheaper mm-hmm. more efficient I mean it's actually more efficient to learn online because you can learn anytime you can wake up and you still like didn't wash your face or brush your teeth yet right you can already start learning you know I mean right right yeah that is pretty amazing (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah. and now your partner is also a fluent Spanish speaker so you can practice that with him which is incredible frankly I don't practice my Spanish with my husband because he's trying to learn Thai okay and he's actually pretty good in Thai I taught him since the beginning so we try to English um, we try to speak Thai and sometimes we speak English, but I, I speak Spanish with his parents, uh, which that's is so nice. So like cool. So nice because I can talk to them and there's, you love me, you know? Yeah. You can okay. connect deeper and mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. a whole nother 
relationship. You really do deepen the relationship when you're able to connect Mm -hmm. over something deeper than like the weather and surface level things. Yeah. I mean, I could have stopped at like, I'm so jealous at my friend whose parent could afford to send her to study, blah, blah. But I didn't, and I don't care, you know, I care about what I can do in the future. Like what, I I don't want to compare myself with other people. Mm -hmm. I just do whatever I can to get to my goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you say other, you know, than traveling the world and connecting Mm -hmm. deeper with other people from different cultures, something that you mentioned earlier is that you are clearly someone that loves to learn, especially languages, Mm -hmm. but that you want to be able to take this to the next level. And I'm curious to learn more about that. Like, what would you say is that next level for you? Mm -hmm. I am addicted to learning, not just languages, but in general. I'm learning music and I can't spend three, four hours just to like practice. Now I feel like life is about learning. Just learning and it will always be about learning until I die right right (laughs) so like I want to start making a creating and sharing because I mean knowing 10 languages actually enough you know like (laughs) like the next language that I want to learn is like an extra already so it would not be any use because in a day you only speak three max four to five languages I mean since I teach in multiple languages too Maximum language that I use is like five languages. And you never get to use 11 languages, you know? Yeah. And languages that you don't use, you will forget. So, right. I mean, realizing that, I feel like I'm, I can reach people. I can be more useful to this world through like creating materials for language learning, for people that want to learn efficiently, mm-hmm. for people that want to learn the language that I want to teach. Um, so this is my next step. It's creating materials and um, sharing what I know. Mm -hmm. to other people although I'm still addicted to learning I try to reduce seriously the number I think eight hours too much you know when when you're an athlete and you won an olympic (laughs) you should right at 45 you should kind of like slow down or else your your knee is gonna (laughs) get bad I mean you spend more time with your family and do something else you know (laughs) right yeah 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 my husband loves like weightlifting and stuff Uh and he always talked like one of the person that I know through him is Ronnie Coleman. He's like a really famous like athlete. Like he won like world championship something something, and like he did that so much that he's he cannot now he cannot walk. Wow. <laughs> and he said, and he said he never regretted. And it's funny to me, kind of like he's so addicted to doing that. Yeah, I mean he could have stopped at some point. Like okay, I got to my goal. And he's like, but he keeps doing it. And even when he got hurt, he's keep doing it. Now he cannot walk. I mean, although, yeah, I mean, fine, he doesn't regret it. So it's good for him that he doesn't feel sorry about it. But I mean, at me, I, I want to, I would stop <laughs> at the point that I can, you know, like to save my body to do other stuff. So, yeah. I, and I feel like it's not the point yet to stop learning, but I would never stop learning. But it's time to like start something new, which is to share. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just I, combining that in with like weightlifting. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good example because I think that like learning is really fun, right? Especially mm-hmm. when you can learn to have fun during the learning process, which I think is the secret for 
what you do in a lot of ways. I think there's two things here. One is that you're genuinely extremely curious and you have Mm. a very deep innate desire that goes way beyond a language. So it's not like, I think when people hear polyglot, people hear, oh, they're so talented, right? Like a lot of people think that because you do something or a lot of something, it's because you have this gift. But like what we're hearing Mm. is that, It's just this deep desire and curiosity to explore the world in a way that really makes sense to you. And the second is you work really hard at it. You spend eight hours a day sometimes learning a new language. And I think that your practice of accomplishing it, you know, three, four languages after that, when you understand that, okay, this is how it works, you keep going because you know that you can and now you're at this point in your life where you're like, okay, like I've, I've done this. This has been a fun adventure. Now mm. I want to, I think it goes back to connecting with other people again, because like you said, if you keep going, you almost lose the whole point of the goal, which is to connect with people. Because mm. if you're constantly learning the languages, then you're never going to be able to talk to anyone, one. And two, like you said, you, you forget the other languages that you've learned. And so it's being able to reassess, right? And say, Now I want to take these skills and share and connect with people so that they can do the same thing so that they can efficiently learn languages the way I have, which I think is such a beautiful thing to do. And I think it makes total sense just how you described the process, right? Because like for anyone that's never gotten to 10, you may never have thought of that, right? Like, oh yeah, you can't actually talk with that many languages in a day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think you have summarized um, all the important points that I talked about really, really well. Thank you. Well, it was really (laughs) nice. It was really nice for me to say it because I think it's important to be transparent about the process because I think that there's so many online you know, there's, there's always someone out there that's like, oh, this is super easy. This is how you can do it. And so I think it's just nice to be able to like break it down in a way that's very realistic. And if for anyone that is interested in learning multiple languages, this is kind of like your window to how it was done this way. Anything else that you'd like to highlight about learning languages? Um, yes, something funny, a little like story. Three years ago, I went to New York um, because at that time my husband family lived in New York, so mm-hmm. I went there to like to visit, and he like brought me to his friends, like to like to meet each other to hang out. And his friend said that I'm a fob. That you're yeah. a what? Fob, like fresh off boat. Oh, okay, right? fresh off the boat. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> meaning like. Um, I have an accent that right. is not American. Mm. I'm like, uh, I mean, I think it's funny. I mean, seriously, I I kind of like to be like Bob. I think it's cool, you know. I mean, I feel, I see a lot of people trying to like perfect the 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 pronunciation, which is what I also try to do in native languages. But right. it's kind of 
not possible to reach the maximum level of nativeness because if you don't live really live in that country, you right. always have something like some wrong phrase like banana, banana. So, you know, you don't right. know what to say. Right. Like the other stress that is not being written in English. I mean, it's pretty hard. I mean, for people yeah. to write. Um, child the word child I mean I mean child. sometimes yeah not, yeah something like that right, right yeah because child. you're not hearing it I mean, you're not hearing it on yeah. a regular day exactly but, but, but the thing is look I can talk to you right and, right and it's fine you know like yeah. and we had a really good conversation I mean even with my fondness <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, and you don't really care about that at all right. I mean you care right. about what I talk about but not what how I say it. I mean, so the thing is 100%. like not to care so much about how you say things. Yeah. You care if you reach that person, if you can connect in that one point. Thank you. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yeah. agree. And you know, I also want to mention that you said this before when we were talking and you said something about like, now you're your own parent. And I loved that so much because, you know, going back to your, your background, you were saying how like you never grew up in a household that spoke where they spoke multiple languages or, um, Mm. you know, your parents couldn't afford like sending you abroad. And Mm. I loved how you just described how you decided that you get to do this now as an adult. Like this is your choice and this is what you really want to do and you're going to do it. And you're not going to like look at all of the excuses of, you know, it could have been this way, that way, wondering if Mm. you can expand on that. Yeah. This is actually my quote. I don't know if other people say this, but you are your own parents, meaning you can pay for your own education. You can invest in yourself like your parents invested in the future some parents invested more I mean sending to like a good school sending abroad because they have it or because and or because they they love the, the child the children maybe some parents don't love the children maybe you know and like didn't sure. support or you're an orphan or, or yeah. whatever but for whatever reason I mean you are only children for 18 years <laughs> only that and all the rest you are your own parents. You can take care of yourself. You can work. And imagine you paying for your education. Yeah. You doing this for yourself. If you want to learn horse riding, only like in Thailand, only rich people can send the kids to like ride horses, you know? Uh-huh. I mean, if you want to do it, okay, now you earn your own money, you you try. <laughs> you try to ride your horse, you know? <laughs> I mean, this is exactly what I did. <laughs> I, I've always wanted to do horse riding and I never get to and I... I get to it later when I was older. Yeah. I mean, just to try out. And I realized uh, maybe this is not my thing, I think. And also like playing golf is impossible for most parents to send kids to like golfing school because each class is like so expensive. And mm. every time you go to like the green thing, yeah. that's how they call it. You have to pay like so much, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So I, I couldn't do it. And later in life, I tried it. Like I book like a ten classes with a teacher because I could already earn my money, and I did it, and I realized, oh, yeah, maybe this is not my thing. You know, I mean, it's okay. Just eighteen years of being kid, and if you're not lucky enough, you have another like seventy years if you're live for right. enough time <laughs> to like enjoy yourself as your own parents. 
to like, you know, to take good care uh, of yourself like a rich kid. Yeah. It's depending on how you take care of yourself. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also really related to coaching and therapy in a lot of ways, because I think that Mm. it's not about blaming and shaming. Of course, you know, there's so many levels, right? But I'm generalizing here, but it's, it's really not about blaming and shaming your parents. It's about being able to come to peace and accept how Mm. things are. Mm. And, you know, this is in comparison to when you are abroad and you're around other people and they're speaking another language and you don't know it, or even in your own country, if you're, if you're listening and Mm. there's people speaking in another language, because that's like the, the majority of what people are speaking there to not make it mean something about you. Like you always have the opportunity to learn and not everything is happening to you, right? It's like, be the observer, be your own parent. If it's something that you're curious about, go after it. It's available to you. Like you said, it's free. (laughs) It's really free. (laughs) One time I, I was in like a subway in Thailand and I saw like two black women talking in I don't know what language they're talking so like I just sat there like next to them and they passed like past my station and I didn't get down because I wanted to listen you know and that happened twice because the first time was that and another one was like sign language like they were doing like the sign thing and actually I, I also studied sign language which is sign English but I didn't like you know, and I stopped but it was fun I mean curiosity is the important thing that brings me to where I am right now and doing what you're curious you, you can be just curious and not do anything with it but take action that's it that's it <laughs> yes so really good Grace I'm curious where can people find you learn more about you is there anything that you're currently promoting I know you mentioned sharing tell us where people can find you I have two two channels. Um, one is Polyglot channel where I make videos in different languages and give tips for learning languages and like how to learn them efficiently. Mm-hmm. And another one is for Thai learners, specifically for Thai learners, people that want to learn Thai language. I have my Thai YouTube channel and also I'm making podcasts and also I have a website. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, so Signing and get a free book as well. Amazing. Anyone that is curious about learning more languages, this is the person for you and specifically also Thai, which is amazing. Grace, this has been such a nice conversation. Just thank you so much for being transparent about what it takes. Actually, the title of your your podcast, Unpurposeful. Yeah. I mean, being curious is being unpurposeful, actually. Yes. Because... You and you don't have, need a purpose, you know. Sometimes you focus too much on like, where do you want to go exactly? What is the purpose of this? What is the end goal? Being curious is just being curious and being unpurposeful, yes. <laughs> and like following that path. Okay, I don't like it. Okay, I change. I tr- I'm curious about it. Let's let me try it. You know, something like that. Oh, yeah. thank you so much for saying that. I want to give you a hug through the screen <laughs> because that's. That's essentially, that's exactly how this podcast was born. It was just mm. helping people understand that you don't need something outside of you other than your curiosity to, to take action. 
So mm-hmm. yeah. chef's kiss. <laughs> that comment. <laughs> well, Grace, thank uh-huh. you so much. I cannot wait to stay in touch with you, see what you do next. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much. Um, I'll see you. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Ciao.